It's time for the Faith Connection Show with your host, Dr. David Miller, equipping people to connect with their purpose. In the next half hour, you will be inspired with words of encouragement, and you'll be motivated by experts in the respective field who have been where you're trying to go on the Faith Connection Show. But first, here's an inspirational word. This is Buwana Miller Cannon with your word of the day. The only thing worse than being blind is having sight and no vision. The Bible says, for the message is a witness to what is decreed. It gives reliable testimony about how matters will turn out. Even if the message is not fulfilled right away, wait patiently, for it will certainly come to pass. It will not arrive late. When you can't see your way through the fog of life's uncertainties and your vision seems out of focus, put your hand in God's hand. He will lead you to your destiny where you'll see 2020 vision. Yeah. <laughs> 
need somebody to prophesy with your body language. Just say. What you say? God is leaning in my direction. Don't prophesy. I said he's leaning. In whose direction? Come on, you wait no me to say it. You got to say it. Say it. In my direction. Because this is my season for grace, for favor. This is my season. Come on, y'all. Raise your hand and say, I've got a seed in the ground. Come on, open your mouth say, I've got a seed in the ground. And I don't care what your circumstance says. It's already getting better. Thank you for listening to the Faith Connection Show. Please welcome back last week's special guest, Matthew Talford, cancer survivor and author of From Fear to Faith, A Survivor's Story. This is Dr. David Miller, the Faith Connection Radio Show, and we're going to make a great connection today, a part two connection, because we have back on the show with us this week, Matt Telford. And, you know, Matt was on the show, and we wanted to have him back for part two because, you know what? The first may be great, but the last is always better. And, Matt, we're going to have a second helping of your faith. I was so impressed with the faith that you just talked about and, and certainly that you display in your book, and I just had to bring you back a second time. Thank you for having me back, Dr. Miller. We want the listeners to know and to understand that this is warfare and I noticed in your thing you said survival or warrior one of the two and I want to make sure this time we talk about the warrior thank you thank you Matt you know you mentioned something and I just said uh, something I seen on your blog uh, which was survivor or warrior you know what everybody wants to be a warrior so right. tell me about that blog you know I, I just this thing hit me some time ago when I was driving in my car and I did a video. I just popped my phone open and did a video. And I said, this is going to be a basis of a blog post that I do where I'm talking about being a survivor versus being a warrior. When you're talking about cancer, when you're talking about different things, and it's not just about cancer. People survive or people go through different things in every walk of life. The thing is, I just feel like surviving is something that you do when all hope is lost and there's nothing else to do. If you're, if you're on a ship out at sea and the mast is broken and the sail's gone mm -hmm. and the, you got 40, 50 foot waves, you're surviving just to hang on to a piece of rope and Absolutely. not get tossed overboard. But when you are dealing with something that you say, hey, you know what? They told me if I don't deal with this thing, this thing's going to kill me. You roll your sleeves up and you go to war. My goodness, my goodness. You know, Matt, you're going to mess around and make me start running around this studio, man. <laughs> That is powerful because you know what? That's the problem. 
most people don't understand that we are warriors. That's right. You know, at, because the scriptures teach us we're more than conquerors. More than conquerors. You know. That's right. And so that means there's a whole lot in us that the world doesn't know about. You know, I, one of my favorite scriptures comes from Romans 12 and 2, and it says, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Everything that makes us in this world is about mindset. What is my mindset? It, it doesn't matter what you tell me that I am. What is my, what do I think of myself? What's my mindset of myself? And you know, if, if there's one thing I can, I hate to give away the book because yeah. people, they're, they're going to want to read it, man, but I got, I want the people to know that you are a faith journeyer because that's the reason people should read this book because this book is fantastic. It, it's, it's fantastic. And the thing is, it is really about activating what all each and every one of us has inside of us. And so if I can give people one nugget from this book, it comes from chapter eight, and that is where I talk about the five pathways into the man. Because we know when we're at war, sometimes you go on the offense, sometimes you go on the defense. When you're dealing with this situation I dealt with, I said, okay, I'm on the offense over here, but I also need to defend myself too. Those five pathways that must be defended, three of them are physical and two are spiritual. So the physical is your mouth. Watch what I put in my mouth. Watch what I'm drinking. Watch what I'm eating. Your skin. Let me read these ingredients on this bottle before I put this product on my skin. Let me see if this is something that is healthy for my body or if there's something my body's going to immediately fight against once I put it in. And then your nose, you don't always have uh, the ability to control what's in your environment, but if you don't have to walk through a cloud of people smoking 10 cigarettes either. So you, <laughs> you, you can guard yourself with that. But the two more important ones are the spiritual channels into the body, the eyes and the ears. One of the things I did when I was going through the situation in healing is I said, I'm not going to watch certain television programming that vexes me because mm. I'm trying to heal my body. If I'm around negative people to have negative conversation, I'm sorry. I can't hear that right now. I'm trying to heal. Anything that you're taking in affects you. You know, so is the man thank you is he. That's right. A spiritual warrior must must deal with positive things, not negative things. You know, Mr. T used to have a saying that, you know, there's a lot of more where this comes that's from. Right, that's so right. So in other words, you've got to be able to say to the enemy when he's trying to wear you down with negativity, show your warrior spirit. That's right. And you got to look him in the eye like Mr. T used to do and say there's a lot of more where this comes <laughs> from. <laughs> okay. That's great, man. Well, listen, I want to move on just a little bit to the book because I want you to pull a couple highlights out of the book because I know people are going to want to buy the book, mm -hmm. and if you give us permission to do so, we're going to carry it in our bookstore on our website as well. I will be very happy to do uh, okay. that. Okay. Now, tell us a little bit about the book. Help us to... Okay, the book. So, the book is titled From Fear to Faith, A Survivor mm -hmm. Story, and it chronicles my journey from summer 2010 to spring of 2011, where I was dealing with something that I didn't know what it was until I found out with that diagnosis in January of 2011. I wrote it in a way that would take the, the reader on a journey because I wanted to give them the background of what I believe laid the groundwork for the situation that I dealt with that ended up culminating in having cancer surgery. So I take you back to my childhood and I show you what my thoughts were about food and share with you some of the, I share with you some early victories and try to talk about it, it's almost military if you look at the uh, the mm -hmm. table of contents because I, it's just like the first chapter is a telescopic view from a ship offshore. Meaning right. I'm looking at everybody else's situation, but it's like it's not affecting me. 
So anyway, to, to sort of move things forward, one of the key highlights from the book that I want people to take away is there are two things people always ask me. And, and one reason I wrote the book is because I got tired of telling the story for an hour and a half, two hours. So <laughs> I said, okay. let me just write a book and then you can read about it. And then my jaws don't get tired. Okay. But uh, one of the reasons I wrote the book is because I wanted people to when people hear the word cancer, they get afraid. And they, they a lot of people ask the doctor, well, how much time do I have? That's the first thing that comes to people's mind. But I said to myself, I said, you know, sometimes God will take the worst situation to illustrate a victory to show you that, hey, not everybody's going to have the worst situation. But if this person overcame in a worse situation, you can overcome in a situation that's not as Yeah, bad. that's important because, you know, circumstances are going to come into everybody's life. They're going to be tragedies and they're going to be triumphs. That's right. But some tragedies are worse than others. That's right. And I think it has a lot to do with a person's mental capacity mm -hmm. to handle what they're going through because faith is basically having the right mental uh, capacity to wheel yourself through the wheel that God provides for you. And and I think when you can do that, you can almost overcome anything. You can. It's not almost. You yeah. can, Dr. Miller. And I'll tell you, it almost sounds like you've, you've, you've done a sneak peek or a, a Cliff Notes version of the book or something, because I'll tell you what, that's exactly what it was. We're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be right back. Praise listeners, this is Brian Moore, one of your hosts of the Be More Faithful radio show. And I'm Sarah Moore. Please come join us every Sunday on Praise 100.9 at 10 p.m. The Be More Faithful radio show is a half hour of inspiration, information, and entertainment. The Be More Faithful radio show is brought to you by our company, Be More Faithful Marketing. If you want to know more about Be More Faithful Marketing, go to www.bmfradioshow.com. The Be More Faithful radio show's content covers a topic of discussion, the song of inspiration, a sermonette, and our artist showcase, which you can listen to on a podcast on our website on bmfradioshow.com. Praise listeners, put us on your schedule and join us every Sunday night at 10 p.m. for the Be More Faithful radio show. And also, if you're interested in the services of Be More Faithful Marketing, give us a call at 704-497-4678 or email us at info at bmf radioshow.com This is Matt Talford. If you are looking for a way to help your body eliminate old wastes, excess mucus, and harmful parasites, all while increasing your daily energy levels and helping you get a better night's sleep, then try our IOSO tea and other products available at www.totallifechanges.com forward slash M Talford author. That's M T. A-L-F is in Frank, O-R-D-A-U-T-H-O-R. Tune into the Faith Connection Show with Dr. David Miller, a half hour of inspirational talk, interviews in various fields of expertise, and the music. The Faith Connection Show airs here on Praise 100.9 every Saturday morning, 9.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. The Faith Connection Show is an extension of the Connect Center. For info, go to connectcenternc.com. Praise listeners, remember, never lose the connection to your purpose. Now back to Dr. David Miller and Matthew Talford, cancer survivor and author of Fear to Faith, a survivor's story. When people ask me today, they say, well, were you afraid? Uh, they're shocked when I told them no. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I was afraid of was disobeying that voice that was inside of me that said, don't rush. Everything's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. um, the doctors, when they find cancer, they're like, hey, we got to get it out now, early detection. And the spirit inside of me was saying, take your time. 
Mm-hmm. Take your time. I got this. I got you. And so when people ask me, was I afraid? I tell them, no. And when they asked me why, I said, well, because God likes for you to call him on his promises. Mm-hmm. That fifth of the Ten Commandments says, honor your mother and father and your days will be long. And I said, I knew my time wasn't up because I had honored my mother and father from my, my youth and still do. Uh, yeah, and, and so absolutely. I said, if God's word cannot lie, I just did the math. I said, mm-hmm. I'm going to survive this. I just don't know how. <laughs> so I wasn't afraid. Well, you know, the other thing is that, you know, when you're going through a real challenge, you know, faith is important because, I mean, fear and faith is like water and oil. The two won't mix. Mm-hmm. You know, you either walk in faith or walk in fear. And I think if we look at the challenges we face in life, the biggest challenge is overcoming the fear. You know, Dr. Miller, you're so right. In your case, I think we find here that your message is an important message. The book is important because what we're talking about here is something that somebody out there in our listening audience right now is going through a diagnosis fear or some personal fear. And if they learn how to overcome that, Mm -hmm. then their faith will kick in. Dr. Miller, you know, there's uh, in the second edition of the book, which is the current one. Uh, in fact, my second edition sold out so quick, they, it blew my mind. So I, I've got I've got a little bit of an overstock remaining of the first edition. But the thing I added in the second edition is called Hidden Gems. And, and this what I'm about to say now comes from one of those hidden gems. Fear and faith, what a lot of people don't realize is that they actually operate on the same communication channel. Mm. When you, That's important. It, it's important to yeah. understand this. When you have faith in something, you're you're basically... It is a belief in a positive outcome. Fear is a belief in a negative outcome. Absolutely. And and so in the same token that you're able to bring about that thing which you believe, if you're fearing, you're believing in a negative outcome, you're going to... Paul said, was that that Paul that said that thing which I feared has come upon me? Oh, yeah. So the thing is, I understood all of that. But Christ also said, uh, whatsoever things you desire, believe that you'll have them and you'll receive them. So I immediately started calling healing from day one. And so people need to understand that fear and faith, they basically use the same communication channel. Which one, like you said, you can't have one. Either you go on oil or you go on water. Which one is it? Which one is it? And, you know, the important thing that I want our listeners to think about today is they listen. And I really want them to buy this book because this book is a challenge to anyone who says that I have faith in God and what God can do. And somehow the fear overcomes the faith. The scriptures clearly teach us, and I know we're into the biblical segment of this, but that's Mm -hmm. what Faith Connection is all about. Mm -hmm. It clearly says that God knew us when we were in our mother's womb, and he purposed us then. So this journey we're on is not a journey that we just randomly took up. It's a journey that God provided for us, Mm -hmm. and he has a purpose for us. And when our journey is over, Mm -hmm. it's over. It's over. You know, but we can't aborting our journey too early. That's exactly right. And that's what fear does. That's what it does. And faith says, hey, if you got the faith, I got the power. That's it. And that's that's basically how God operates. That's it. Man, I love your faith, and I love what what you're espousing your faith. And what we want to do now, I want you to tell our listeners how to get in contact with you and also how to get a copy of your book. Now, I already said they can go to Faith Connection Radio Show website, and we're going to carry your book in our store on the website, and we're going to promote it every way we can promote it. I appreciate that. God bless you, and thank you so much, but I want you to tell the people how to reach you. 
Okay, well, you all, you can reach me in several ways. Uh, my, the best way is my website, www.mdtalford.com. That's www.m is in Michael, D is in David, T is in Tom, A L F is in Frank, O R D as in David.com. And you can also follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram at Matt D. Talford and on Facebook at MD Talford. All right. Thank you so much. And this has been the Faith Connection Radio Show. And we really appreciate you, Matt, for coming on the show today. Thank you, Dr. Miller. God bless. God bless.
Connection Show with your host, Dr. David Miller, equipping people to connect with their purpose. Here's an inspirational word from Dr. David Miller. This is Dr. David Miller with the Faith Connection Radio Show with your word today. You know, I think there is something that every believer ought to do is remember. Listen, remembering is important because Psalm 78 verse 11 says, They forgot what he had done, the wonders he had shown them. You know, it's amazing how we forget what God has already done. The times that you were sick and they thought you wouldn't get well. Remember, it was God who made it possible for it to happen. He is the shepherd that never forgets his sheep. And, you know, we must always remember the wonderful things the Lord has done. In Deuteronomy, talks to us about the fact that there are so many things, that amazing things that God has done that his people should always remember. Well, we must also remember that those of you who are going through some tough times right now, you got to think about the wonderful things God has done for you. Because if you are suffering from pain, remember there's someone else that is suffering from irreversible pain, a cancer that can't be cured, a tumor that can't be removed, but at least the headache you're complaining about just remember 
that God gave you a headache and someone else had a tumor, you should be always thankful for where God has you. Remember, he has done great things. This is Dr. David Miller with the Faith Connection Radio Show. We look to have you next week with us on the Faith Connection Radio Show. Thank you for listening to the Faith Connection Show with Dr. David Miller, making a connection for you and equipping people to connect with their purpose. Don't forget to log on to the ConnectCenterNC.com. That's ConnectCenterNC.com. If you'd like to reach Dr. David Miller, email TheConnectCenter3 at gmail.com. That's TheConnectCenter3 at gmail.com. And remember, never lose the connection to your purpose. It's time for the Faith Connection Show with your host, Dr. David Miller, equipping people to connect with their purpose. In the next half hour, you will be inspired with words of encouragement, and you'll be motivated by experts in the respective field who have been where you're trying to go on the Faith Connection Show. But first, here's an inspirational word. This is Bawana Miller Cannon with your word of the day. 1 Corinthians 10 and 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Whenever you find yourself facing a mountain that seems too high for you to climb, put on your hiking boots of faith. Stop telling God how big your mountains are. Tell your mountains how big God is. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you.
Listening to the Faith Connection Show, please welcome our special guest, Matthew Talford, cancer survivor and author of Fear to Faith, a Survivor Story. This is Dr. David Miller in the Faith Connection Radio Show. We have a great show for you today. We have a gentleman in the studio with us today, Matt D. Talford. All right. And you know, Matt has gone through tremendous struggles in life, but you know what? He's a champion, he's an overcomer. And we love to talk to overcomers on the Faith Connection Show because that's what it's about, us connecting you with people who've been connected with their faith and been able to overcome challenges that most people surrender to. And for sure, Matt is not a surrender. Matt is also an author, and not only is he an author, but he is a cancer survivor. And of course, being a cancer survivor, Matt overcame a very rare form of cancer, and after he overcame that form of cancer, he fell to his faith and he wrote a book called From Fear to Faith. All right, Matt, it's great having you here today. Thank you, Dr. Miller. It's a pleasure to be here with you. 
Thank you. Well, it's great having you, and we want to hear your story. And I know the listeners out there today are excited about what your story is going to bring forth to them today. Matt, tell us a little bit about yourself before we start talking about your challenges. Oh, Dr. Miller, <laughs> I'm number two of six. My mom and dad had six of us, and we I'm originally from Long Island, New York. 70s kid, so you know we spent a lot of time out in the street throwing the football and playing stickball with a cutoff mop stick and a, a spray-painted strike zone on the back of a wall in a vacant building and using tennis balls to pitch and play a little ball out in the street. And so uh, that was some of my earliest beginnings. The author story kind of goes back to my childhood because being number two of six, there was something that I heard over and over, a recurring theme that I heard over and over again from my parents, and that was, you're going to be somebody when you grow up. And so I'm not going to let you run around the street and do all kinds of crazy things. You're going to get in that library and you're going to read some books. And I spent a lot of time in the library as a child. So that started the things for me. Okay. So the parents reinforced the fact that life is more than playing stickball. That's right. That's right. (laughs) right. That is right. Listen, Matt, you have a background in medicine and technology. Is that correct? That is correct. I was a medic in the United States Army uh, Mm -hmm. uh, after... It actually, this is the, I'm, I'm telling I'm telling a little bit of the book here, a little sneak peek into the book. Okay. But I realized I wanted to go into medicine when I was 17 years old, and something happened where we had moved to a new house, and parents had, we we had moved the furniture in, and everything wasn't up yet. And I don't know if you remember those old clocks, the big clocks that you would hang on the wall that were a mirror, and right. it had a clock in the middle. Right. Yeah. Well, this one was. He's st- taking us back. <laughs> I'm taking us back a little bit. <laughs> okay. uh, for the young folks out there, you may not have seen one of these, but if you can find one in an antique store, grab it because it might be worth something. It one may day. be. Maybe. But, but anyway, long story short, my little brother was running around, and mm-hmm. I had to babysit while my mom and dad left to go shopping or something. And and it was just my my younger brother and younger sister. And they're the two youngest. They're number five and six. They were running around the house, and I said, stop running. They wouldn't stop running. And finally, my brother, when he got out of breath, he just flopped down on the sofa. But the edge of his arm, his, his forearm, hit the edge of that glass mirror and split okay. it open. My goodness. And I had never seen what fat cells and what bone material looked like. But he split that from the fat cells down to the muscle. And I knew he was going to panic if he saw it. I just snapped and went into action and closed that wound and just held it, elevated it on some books. And my parents got home. And they, they took him to the emergency room. He got it stapled. And I said, you know what? I, I think I can make a career out of that. So I ended up going to the Army to be a medic. Okay. Now, when you, we're not going to talk about the book quite yet. We're going to talk about the cancer scare. Because when that happened, that's what gave birth to the book. Is yes, that right? that is correct. Okay. Tell us a little bit about what form of cancer you had. This was a very rare form of cancer. It was, uh, to, to say it as simply as I can, it was small bowel cancer or mm-hmm. small intestine. Okay. And most people that get bowel cancer, you people hear it all the time. It, it's colon cancer or something. Right. And in the book, I use the word C word because at the time I was going through it, I didn't even want to utter the word. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm well beyond that now. And I'm, I'm comfortable saying saying cancer. But it was it was a very rare. It's so rare that, in fact, what the doctors told me at the time that I was diagnosed was they said, we don't have a protocol for treating this that is specific to small bowel. So we have to treat it like it is colon. Now, once you were diagnosed with cancer, at that time you were an IT person, is that right? I was an IT person at the time, yes. Right. And so this sort of caught you and the wife uh, by surprise. It is funny. It, it kind of did and it kind of mm-hmm. didn't. Okay. I was experiencing some symptoms uh, months before that diagnosis came that I didn't know what was going on. I thought maybe I'd had a blood clot or something because at the time, I, being in IT, I had customers in three different states, the furthest of which was Hawaii. 
Mm-hmm. So I spent a lot of time sitting in these coach coach flights, these cramped coach cabin flights, and I knew that you know flying a long time can create blood clots and that kind of thing. So running out of energy and just not having enough gas to get up and down the stairs, I said, man, I hope I don't have a blood clot or something. So I thought it was something different. Mm-hmm. But you know, one thing led to another, and then I started seeing some things that said, whoa, that could be something I don't want to hear about. So, right. well, you know, tell us about that journey. I mean, how long did it take before you went through? And I mentioned to you earlier the word remissions, but you said no, 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 that's not the right word. Well, give us the right word, and then tell us. Uh, okay, okay. Again, just a real, real uh, uh, quick recap for the listeners. The reason I don't like the word remission is because when people say, okay, well, your situation is in remission, it kind of puts into mind it could come back at any moment. And Mm -hmm. I think we hear that theme a lot when we hear the word remission. So for me, I I tend to say, well, you know what? Everybody's in remission because everybody has to, everybody deals with cancer. Um, I saw a documentary once where the person on it, the doctor said, everyone beats cancer six times in their life without even knowing it. Oh, okay. So that's just... That's interesting. Yes. Uh, Elaborate a little bit on that. Well, your immune system, your body's immune system really is, I I call it in the book, your first, your last, and your best line of defense. Your body does so many amazing things when you go to sleep at night, and one of them is called, a process called apoptosis, Mm -hmm. which is pretty much means programmed cell death. So what happens is when you go to sleep and you hit that deep sleep Mm -hmm. at night, your body releases melatonin that triggers this apoptosis process that tells your body, hey, go through here and find any damaged cells. And if it's a damaged cell, that cell needs to self-destruct. And that's what happens every night in your body when you go to sleep. But what okay. happens with cancer sometimes is you it gets backed up because you have so many damaged cells, the process can't keep up. We're going to take a quick break here and we'll be right back. Attention entrepreneurs, go-getters, and people seeking financial freedom and new opportunities. You are invited to three free workshops, How to Trade One Hour in the Stock Market with Self-Made Millionaire Tim Lewis. This is Tim Lewis. I'm looking forward to seeing you for the upcoming trading workshop, How to Make a Living Trading in the Stock Market One Hour a Day. Robert Smith, a billionaire, made his money in the stock market, paid $40 million to pay off the student debt at Mohawk College. Folks, let me tell you, if you learn this skill and become good at it, you may have problems in life, but money will not be one of them. You're invited to three workshops Sunday, January 26th, 4 p.m., Tuesday, January 28th, 12.30 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. at the Sheraton Airport Hotel, 3315 Scott Futrell Drive. Give them the number, Tim. Call and reserve your seat for the free workshop, 205-422-9000. That's 205-422-9000. Call and reserve your seat because the place will be packed out. 205-422-9000. Tune into the Faith Connection Show with Dr. David Miller, a half hour of inspirational talk, interviews in various fields of expertise, and the music. The Faith Connection Show airs here on Praise 100.9 every Saturday morning, 9.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. The Faith Connection Show is an extension of the Connect Center. For info, go to connectcenternc.com. Praise listeners, remember, never lose the connection to your purpose. Now back to Dr. David Miller and Matthew Talford, cancer survivor and author of Fear to Faith, a survivor's story. Man, that's amazing because, you know, that's the first time I've ever heard it described that way. And it really makes, it gives you a renewed respect for your body and its ability to handle its own problems. You that's know? right. Let's not say remission. Let's say you've been healed. Been healed. I All like right. that. I All like right. that. Well, now, how long did the process uh, take? I would say that the process 
took probably right at around four months. And that began with me understanding what happened when I got diagnosed Mm -hmm. and telling myself, okay, I got to get my body right. And, Mm -hmm. And basically I cleaned up my diet. I went and educated myself on everything that I could about what happens when people have to go under the knife. Because what the doctors were intimating at the time is they said, based on where your situation is, the best course of action for you is going to be going and having this this tumor removed mm-hmm. and then maybe some chemotherapy after that which I, I vehemently rejected but um that's that i'll save that for for later if you want to uh, touch on that uh-huh. but so from that time i said you know what you hear these stories all the time dr miller where people say oh man when when they got opened up it seemed like everything spread and then they were gone three three weeks three four weeks after that yeah i didn't want that to be my reality so what i did was i wanted to know why it worked that way and the tie-in to technology is that my job in technology was troubleshooting. I, I did technology services. So all we did was fix problems and try to figure out what caused that problem so that this customer wouldn't call in again and say, hey, I got five or six sites down. Okay. So right. I, I used that same line of thinking with my own situation. And I said, hey, you know what? The thing that I learned that causes this situation supposedly to spread, no doctor told me this. This was just me using deductive reasoning, is that when they cut your your abdominal section open the minute a foreign object touches your bowels your bowels lock up Mm -hmm. they freeze and they go to sleep they stop working and so if your immune system which i learned through some some research was that about 75 to 80 percent of your immune system is in your small intestine right so if your immune system is in your bowel and your bowels stop working, then your immune system stops working. So if you've got some cancer or some dirty stuff going on in your body, you got nothing fighting it until your bowels wake back up. Okay. So I started cleaning my body up, and that was that process took about three and a half, four months, and culminated in me. Tell us surgery. about that process. At the time, I didn't know what the best course of action was going to be, but I knew that cancer cells love sugar. So mm-hmm. the number one thing I did was I cut sugar out of my diet. Oh, really? I cut it out immediately, and I said, okay. Now, I'm back to struggling when I see that hot now sign turn on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm back to struggling with that. Well, you're in good company. Everybody (laughs) struggles when they see that hot light come on. Yes. (laughs) But the the thing is, I was disciplined enough to say, I'm not going to do this until I get that clean bill of health back from the doctor. I'm not touching sugar. And I meant that. And I didn't touch sugar. And I I picked up this piece of writing called The Blood Type Diet by a guy Mm -hmm. named Dr. Peter Diadamo. Mm -hmm. And based on his work, he he suggested that based on your blood type, there are certain foods that are beneficial and others that work against your body. So I went through that list and cut out everything that was not beneficial to my body. And I got very strict with the way I handled my body. Oh, okay. Are you vegetarian or? No, um, I'm pretty much what I do. And this is something I hope the listeners will, will latch on to is I understand that the body needs to be detoxed on a regular basis. And people say, well, what does that mean? And I said, well, think about it. How often do you bathe? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, said, yeah. If you don't that's bathe, a great way to think about it. you start to smell bad. If yeah. you don't change the oil in your car, then your car starts to have problems. So you got to change the oil in your body. And the way you do that is by detoxing. And there's so many different ways to do it. You can fast, you can take detox products. There's so many different. So what I do now is I'm not a vegetarian. I do limit the amount of meat I intake. But more importantly than that is I try to eat clean. And what I mean by that is I try not to eat things that are difficult to break down because that's when the trouble, when you, when you start to put an abundance of food in your body that's difficult to break down, 
that's when you start to get things backing up and having problems. Okay. That's interesting because I often hear people talk about detoxing, but what is really the best way to do it? You know, I use a combination approach. There's this product, there's this company called Total Life Changes. You're right. And I actually just became a rep from them. And I've been using, they, they make this tea product that has about nine different ingredients in it that are, are nine different herbs that work on diff- various different digestive organs as far as pulling toxins out of them. Mm-hmm. And I've been using this product off and on for about two years. But I said, you know what? I really want to give it a, a, a good 30-day run and see what happens because I've seen so many different results. And I'm, I'm in week two, and so far I'm, I'm, I'm seeing good results. But the other thing I do is something called intermittent fasting. And that is when I want to get strict, I go, I don't eat outside of the hours of 12 noon to 4 p.m. So everything I do is I eat in between those hours, and I do that six days a week. One day a week, I just say I'm going to eat all day if I feel like it. But for the most part, if, I, if I'm working and I can't get to, to eat, right. I try to just make sure I stop eating at sundown. And the reason I do that is because when sun when the sun goes down, your body naturally goes into a nocturnal state and you start to get sleepy and your digestive processes begin to slow down so they can they can do their right. healing. But okay. if you're putting food in it, it can't do its healing. Matt, that's great. But listen, we have run out of time and I'm gonna bring you back on the show next week because we wanna discuss the book and so listening audience tune in with us next week because we're going to have matt tofford back on the show again next week talking about his book and sharing with us the rest of his story this is the faith connection show with dr david miller Temptations on every hand Though Satan's tried To stop me And to place my feet On sinking sand Through the pain And all of my sorrows Through the tears And all of my To keep me, for he's kept me in the midst of it all. Not because I've been so faithful. Not because I've always obeyed. No, it's not because I trusted him. Be with me.
Thank you for listening to the Faith Connection Show with your host, Dr. David Miller, equipping people to connect with their purpose. Here's an inspirational word from Dr. David Miller. You know, there is a statement that we need to think about in life. You are confined only by the walls you build yourself. Now, I know that's a broad statement, but what that statement actually means is, is that sometimes we build walls ourselves and blame other people because we are unable to penetrate those walls. Remember, whatsoever man thinks is he, or howsoever man thinks is he, this is one of the things that we must keep in mind. In every step of the journey, always remember, it's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you are that holds you back. This is Dr. David Miller and the Faith Connection Show. Join us again next week. Thank you for listening to the Faith Connection Show with Dr. David Miller, making a connection for you and equipping people to connect with their purpose. Don't forget to log on to theconnectcenternc.com. That's connectcenternc.com. If you'd like to reach Dr. David Miller, email theconnectcenter3 at gmail.com. That's theconnectcenter3 at gmail.com. And remember, never lose the connection to your purpose.